This is the Vegetarian Zen Podcast, episode number 304. Hey there, Red Zeners. Welcome back to Vegetarian Zen, a peaceful place for vegetarians, vegans, and the veg curious to share tips for living a healthier plant-based lifestyle. I am one of your hosts, Vicki. And this is Larissa. Now, one of the things Larissa and I hear feedback on pretty consistently from our Red Zen community is how they really appreciate connecting with so many interesting and genuinely nice people within the Red Zen community. I appreciate that too. Yeah. And and while we, yeah, we've connected with a lot of people over the years, really, really cool people. Now, while Larissa and I are both very grateful that, you know, people thank us for that, we really reiterate that it takes a village that while we can help to promote that positive vibe, there it's the people that are in the peas and carrots, what up guys, our closed <laughs> Facebook group that are helping answer questions and helping each other out. And it's also the people who help keep the lights on here at Vegetarian Zen who are part of our Golden Apple Roundtable. We're going <laughs> to talk a little bit more about them in a second, but we're also going to be talking in depth with one of our Golden Apple Roundtable members, Stacy Ramirez. She is a really interesting person. She talks a little bit about her plant-based journey, some of the diets she's, talk- she's done in the past, and then also a little bit about Reiki. Now, I had some knowledge of Reiki, but not not a whole lot. And uh, Stacy is actually a practitioner and a coach. So it will be really interesting to hear some of what she has to say today. That's right. And she also turned us on uh, specifically you because you are the, the big reader of books in this genre of a book that uh, you weren't aware of a Deepak Chopra, Kimberly Kim Snyder, Snyder. Mm-hmm. book. That's right. That uh, we will be ordering from Amazon shortly. <laughs> exactly. But before we get into that interview with Stacy, we do have a new rating. We do. Now this is from V dollar sign AP Tokyo uh, in the, in the US and they say so I'm starting the ve- the vegan diet and I just started listening to you all today but I've noticed that a lot of people don't talk about vegan products i.e. soap, natural hair products, lotion, etc. I don't know if you all have talked about it yet, but it's hard for me when I'm shopping since I'm still new. But from what I hear, I love it. Yeah, that's awesome. And just so you know, V dollar sign AP, <laughs> we will be sharing some of that stuff. We have talked about some in the in the in past episodes. So you might check out our archives, uh, our podcast archives on our website, right? Is it in the archives? Or is it just it's it, no, it would be in the no, archives. That's it, right. If you go to whatever, um, whatever uh, app you listen to us through, then just search vegetarians and archives. We've got actually three archive podcasts. Now we have every hundred episodes we have to, our feed gets too large. So we have to split them off. So we just split off again. So we've got uh, the first archive, which is episodes one through a hundred. And then the second goes by hundreds. Yeah. The second is two Oh one to three to or one Oh one to 200 and then two Oh one to 300. Yeah. Can you believe we've been We've got that many archives now. That's crazy. Right. But thank you so much for leaving us a rating in iTunes. We really appreciate it because that helps more people find us. Definitely. So who's our sponsor today? Surprise, surprise. Our sponsor today is the Golden Apple Roundtable. And if you're not familiar with this group of folks, they are the people that help to ensure that the lights stay on here at Vegetarian Zen by providing us with monetary support via Patreon.com. If you're not familiar with Patreon, 
Patreon is a member. It's a really cool membership platform, actually, that makes it easy for artists and creators to get support from their fans, followers, and community members. Really, if you're not familiar with it, you should check it out because there's a lot of great things happening. There's a lot of great creators. I I've given over the years to fellow podcasters, to artists, to musicians. musicians. Right. It's really really super cool. It's also a good way to find new uh, kind of talent like that, new exactly. people to listen to or watch on YouTube, any anything like that. It's really good way to find new new uh, things in your interest yes you definitely uh, many people don't realize that it does cost us to produce a show like this every week for six years now <laughs> we have media hosting fees web hosting fees equipment we re- recently redid the entire website we redesigned it to make it easier for you folks to find things so uh you know this is all done with uh, the support monetary support that we receive through uh, our patrons on patreon Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, if you are interested in supporting us on a monthly basis please head out to patreon.com slash vegetarian zen and there you will see a video of larissa and me where we talk about the mission of vegetarian zen and you know what i think they moved the side that the membership levels are on it used to be on the right hand side but i think it's on the left it's on the left now (laughs) it's on one side it's there somewhere you'll see different levels of support so you can support us anywhere from a dollar a month all the way up to fifty dollars a month and there's levels in between that and you can also customize your own so if Mm -hmm. there's not a level you see and and you want to uh, support us at a different level, you can customize it there. If you're not interested in contributing on a monthly basis, we totally get it. You can also support us on a one-time basis and head out to vegetarianzen.com and you'll see support at the very top of the menu bar. Mm -hmm. And there you will see, on that page, you'll see Buy Us a Juice, where you can provide a one-time monetary contribution to help support the show. And we appreciate it. We greatly appreciate it. All right. Are we ready to get into our interview with Stacy? Let's do it. I'm excited. Okay. Here we go. Welcome to the show, Stacy. Hi, Vicki. Hi, Larissa. Hi. Welcome. We're so glad to have you. Oh, I'm so glad to be here. Thanks for inviting me. So Stacy is part of our Golden Apple Roundtable, and we wanted to reach out and kind of, we talk about the Golden Apple Roundtable so much on the show because we're so appreciative of these folks that help, like we say, keep the lights on at Vegetarian Zen. And Stacy was gracious enough to agree to come on the show and tell us a little bit about herself. So Stacy, can you tell folks a little bit about who you are where, uh, and kind of some of the things you, you're involved in? Sure, sure, my pleasure. Um, Well, like we discussed before, um, I became a weekday vegetarian, as I like to say, um, about a year and a half ago. I I discovered that I had an ovarian cyst in my left ovary and had to have surgery. And so uh, they removed the cyst. And um, while I was healing, I read the book um, Radical Beauty by Deepak Chopra and Kimberly Snyder. And I had always been interested in holistic healing and um, just alternative medicine of all kinds. And I couldn't help but think as I read the book that maybe I had somehow, you know, through the diet that I had been religiously following for several years, um, had somehow contributed to that. I, I'm a healthy person, quote unquote, and you'd look at me and think I was a healthy person. But my um, primary 
diet, if the lifestyle, I guess, was um, paleo. So it was uh, heavy in meat protein. And I did incorporate a lot of vegetables, but not nearly as many as I consume now. And I also did keto for about six months, like hardcore keto too. And that was really difficult to maintain. And I, um, I ate a lot of meat protein as well. Um, and so after, you know, after just thinking and reflecting on my consumption of meat products, I couldn't help but think that that may have contributed the, the hormones that are in the food might have contributed to my cyst, um, even though, you know, my doctor would not say that or no one would tell me that. I just came to that conclusion on my own. So after reading Radical Beauty, I decided to make a radical change. <laughs> and basically, I was someone who would look at my macros on a, an app on my phone and have the smallest amount of carbs I could and the rest is like fat and and protein and completely switched that. So now if I looked at it, it's just, it's so many carbs and a little bit of protein and, you know, a little bit of fat. And um, I feel much better. And one of the key staples of my new lifestyle is drinking the glowing green smoothie. So growing up in South Texas, you know, I eat breakfast tacos all the time, or I grew up <laughs> eating them. And I, <laughs> I love them. And I still do. But I would eat them, you know, that was my breakfast. And now I, I eat the going glowing green smoothie. And um, it took me 40 years because I was 40 when I had this surgery, to realize I could drink way more salad than I could ever eat. And it's incredible. I, I probably eat at least a pound of kale and spinach like a week for sure. <laughs> wow. And, and I would have never been able to do that before. Never. It's amazing how, how much, yeah, how much it just blends up and turns into 16 ounces of smoothie. Yeah. So that smoothie you're talking about, was that part of the, um, Deepak Chopra Snyder book? Yes. Um, she mentions it in there. It's one of Kimberly Snyder's, um, I guess it's kind of her staple thing too. Uh, and they do talk about it in, in Radical Beauty. And uh, it's basically whatever greens are in season. And typically I put, uh, I buy that HEB organic kale that's already cut because, you know, I'm looking for things that are fast. Mm -hmm. And I mix it like half and half with spinach and um, and about two cups of water, not two cups, about four cups of water, lemon juice, a pear and an apple and a banana. And um, I like it that way. It's it's very tasty. Actually, something about the lemon really kind of cuts out the bitterness of the greens. And it's just it's delicious. And even my husband drinks it, although for him, I put two bananas in it. And so a lot of times I end up drinking two bananas, which is fine. Um, and it's, it's really good. I, I highly recommend trying it at least. That sounds good. That sounds, that sounds like, like, and you do this every morning? Yes, every morning. Actually, I, I, you know, I take some of the advice that y'all talk about in batch cook. And so I'll make a big batch of it at the beginning of the week. And I make about six, six um, bottles, you know, I save those like 16 ounce kombucha bottles and fill them up and 
Alberto takes three and I take the other three Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. And then um, if I know I'm going to have a particularly busy week, I'll freeze um, a batch and I take it out the day before and it's thawed. And it tastes, it retains its freshness. Yes. Yeah. It tastes, it tastes very good. It tastes exactly the same to me. That's awesome. That's really interesting. I never would have thought of freezing it. Yeah. I hadn't thought of it either until I I listened to Kimberly Snyder also has a podcast and um, she mentioned it one time and I said, you know what? That's such a good idea. I, yeah. So when you say you get most of your, your nutrition from carbs now versus a lot of these, you know, paleo, keto, they have you eating, like you said, a lot of pro uh, animal fat, actually animal fat and animal protein. Um, Where, what carbs are you talking, where do you get the most? Do you eat like potatoes and uh, where does the majority of it come from now? Yeah. The majority of it comes from fruit. I tend to eat a lot, a lot of fruit, but then I do eat a lot of potatoes too. Um, Typically the, and I know you just talked about potatoes Mm -hmm. recently and that inspired me to make my, I have those little baby potatoes that are all different colors and I roast them. So I eat potatoes a lot and sweet potatoes. And then after that um, I do eat, um, you know, brown rices and lentils, lots of beans. And I think we, we talked about this before too, that, you know, rice and beans are a big staple in my house because um, we're in South Texas and I, I love my rice and beans. Yeah. <laughs> so do you put any spicy stuff on it? Oh yes, definitely. <laughs> I, I love spice in this house. So yeah, jalapenos all the time. Yeah. They're always cooked in there. I made some, uh, I grilled some Serrano peppers yesterday and it, I, I th- it was like, uh, like we had just maced the entire kitchen. Oh, <laughs> oh my gosh. Yes. That has happened to me before too. <laughs> you have to be careful. Yeah. It was just from cutting them. It wasn't even from the, you know, cause. It oh my gosh. It was grilled outside. It's just when she was cutting them, I said, Oh my gosh. I was on the other side of the kitchen and she was like cutting them and we were sneezing and coughing and crying and, it was a mess, but yeah. <laughs> so when we talked earlier, uh, Stacy, you had talked a little bit about, you know, when you, you had this cyst. And by the way, how is that doing now? Is that kind of resolved? Yeah, I'm, it's, yeah, no, it, they took the whole ovary out. So it, it's completely gone. <laughs> yeah, okay. And as, as far as I know, everything's good to go. I feel, I feel well and. Yeah. So no, no, nothing weird. Yeah, that's good. That's awesome. Um, I know this book we had talked about, I'm not, I'm not personally familiar. I haven't read it, but I am very familiar with Deepak Chopra. And I know there's like a spiritual side to a lot of his teachings and his writing. Uh, Is that, is this book kind of along those lines? Was there a lot of like spirituality aspects to it? Oh, yes. Yes, there's a lot. Um, And it's, the entire book is kind of based on the, I've got it right here in front of me. He has seven pillars to, to a, like a beautiful, not a beautiful life, but um, to a balanced life. So his pillars are internal nourishment, external nourishment, beauty, sleep, primal beauty, um, beautiful movement, 
spiritual beauty. So he talks about all these different pillars and making up your, um, yeah, a radical beauty shift. So not just everything you eat, but how you move and how you sleep. And then um, he has in the section about the primal beauty was, is really interesting because it's kind of like eating for the seasons and really um, embracing the seasons and, and the lunar energy and balancing the sun and the moon. And it, it's really, it's pretty fascinating. Um, some of it went a little, you know, over my head at the, at the time, you know, I wasn't, you know, you have to be ready for everything in your own spiritual time, you know? And uh, now I feel like it resonates more with me the, since I've deepened my understanding of, of all these different practices. That's awesome. And I, I think this, resonates with a lot of would resonate with a lot of folks within our community because I I think when people come to our website you know having had our website up and our podcast now over 300 episodes we we try to of course talk about the eating aspect of it you know plant-based being plant-based but it's it's beyond that I think because we're not our vegetarian Zen is not like a food blog we want to be more of a resources for you know we talk about maybe, um, you know, like cruelty-free products and uh, those types of things as well, like, you know, shows, documentaries, just all sorts of things, not just the eating aspect. And that's why I like what you were saying about this book, because I think it's talking about a balanced life overall, not just eating plants for nutrition. Yeah, it, it sure does. It's it's really, it's, a, it's an intriguing book. read, an intriguing read for sure. Well, and, you know, one of the other things that you had mentioned when we, we talked before uh, was being present with your food. And I think that's another important aspect of, of just the overall uh, spirituality and the, you know, just the, the, the Zen of uh, following a plant-based diet or, or more plant-based. And, and I know you had mentioned that. So what uh, can you tell us a little bit more about your kind of philosophy about that? Sure, sure, definitely. Um, well, part of that, you know, that shift in, uh, in my lifestyle um, brought on, well, I had, I had been practicing Reiki and been practicing meditation for, for years um, before this happened. So I had already been, and I was always highly aware of what I was eating. Um, and I, I think I knew deep inside, I always did, that that plant-based eating was the best um, for me and for my body. And uh, I just had never made the full leap. And, and I still haven't quite made the full leap. You know, I'm, I'm a weekday vegetarian, so I don't cook meat at my house anymore. And I, I don't eat meat during the week. So if I do have any, any meat, it's on the weekends. But as I was making that shift, I, I started to think about, um, my own spiritual energy and how consuming uh, food when you're not present can really lead to a lot of, um, can lead to lots of different um, uh, problems, I guess. <laughs> so one being, being that we can overeat, you know, drastically if we're, if we're thinking about other things and we're not focusing on our food, we can overeat. I am and, totally guilty um, of that. Totally guilty of that. Yeah. <laughs> it happens. It yeah. really does. And it's 
And another thing, you know, I was talking about the breakfast tacos. I used to eat my breakfast tacos in the car while I was driving. Like, I mean, I'm like yeah. totally not mindful. Eating at your desk while you're working. Yeah, all that yes. stuff. It's horrible. Yeah, definitely. And so the more I started to think about, you know, just being present with my food, I started incorporating some of the spiritual practices that I had learned over the years. And, and now, of course, I'm, I'm not perfect, but I try to, when I'm, when I'm cooking for myself, and I do a lot of batch cooking on the weekend, I uh, really try to be present and think about um, who's going to be consuming the food. So it's me, it's my husband, it's um, sometimes our kids, uh, but most of the time it's just us. And I, I think, or if I'm cooking for friends, which happens occasionally, I think about how I want it to feel when, you know, how I want them to, to feel consuming this, this meal. And I try to infuse love and um, healing energy into the food while I'm cooking. So without getting too woo-woo on you, it's, it's more like blessing the food um, as I'm making it. And, and then when I'm consuming it, uh, when I sit down, I, and I try, this is still a practice, of course, to sit there for a moment with my plate of food um, and take a moment to bless it and be thankful for, wow, I have this this beautiful dish in front of me and, and to think about where that food came from and all the way from a seed, you know, that maybe it grew into this beautiful plant and somebody or, you know, people picked it, the people who even were, you know, if it gets packaged, the people who are even stocking the shelves at HEB, like the whole process um, brings me a little closer to the food itself. And, and in my mind and my belief that that's going to help the food be more nourishing to me because I feel connected with it. I love that. I, I think that, I mean, that's such a great practice. And I have been very spotty with that myself as I, I was, I used to, I grew up uh, saying grace uh, at the table. And I, mm-hmm. that's one of the things I do miss just about that slowing down and taking a, just a quick pause to, to be grateful for the food in front of you when there's so many people that don't, they don't have that. They go without, you know, and just not taking yeah. that for granted that there's, there's people that go without every day. So for sure. Yeah, I wanted definitely. to, I wanted to, if we could for a second, for folks who are not familiar and I, I am kind of one of them. I understand a little bit about Reiki, but I would love to know a little bit more about that. Can you explain maybe some of the basic principles of that for someone who might not be very familiar with what that is? Sure, sure. So Reiki is a Japanese healing art. And um, there's kind of two different, um, I don't know what you call them, uh, strains of Reiki. <laughs> and the because sometimes I see it identified as a Reiki massage. And so there is actually a practice where it's hands on and there are specific hand um, placements on the body. But the Reiki that I practice is, is um, hands off. It's just um, placing the hands in the energy field of, um, of the person who is receiving the treatment. Um, so when I, you know, when, when somebody comes to me for Reiki, 
basically I just talk to them. Um, Reiki is really good for relaxation and maybe um, during stressful times, it helps bring more emotional balance and, um, or if you have any injuries, it can help reduce pain. Um, and it basically involves the, I usually go to, you know, if it's a friend or a family member, or, um, if it's an actual client, I go to their house and, um, I have a massage table so they can lay on it or they can just lay on their couch and I put on some nice meditative music and um, basically you transfer um, energy and balance energy through your hands. And so I, I just invite them to relax and um, I get into like a meditative state. And um, usually the people kind of drift off into their own like meditative state too. And um, it's usually I spend about 25 to 30 minutes um, doing the practice and I, I'll move my hands through the energy field of the body. and. Um, I go to where I'm drawn to and um, usually I start up at the top of the head and um, move my hands down to the feet and um, I'm usually drawn to certain places on the body and it tends to be where people have had injuries or um, are having some sort of, um, they have some sort of issue and it's, it's causing a blockage of energy in a certain part of the body. How, so how long have you been practicing this? Uh, let's see, five years. Five oh, years. wow. That's great. That's yeah. Great. Yeah. As, and my as, teacher's in San Antonio, actually. So oh, I started really? in San Antonio. <laughs> yeah. And um, But I'm here in Austin now. So, But um, Reiki also, since it's an energy healing practice, um, energy transcends um, time and space. So... A lot of uh, Reiki practitioners will practice Reiki um, from a distance. So we also do a lot of distance Reiki, which, um, you know, you just pick a time that the person likes to would like to receive the treatment. And I talk with them beforehand about what what they, you know, what they're looking for, what they need. And um, and then I do the treatment for them from afar. So it's pretty cool. That's really interesting. Yeah, I had heard about it and I had been interested. So it's one of those things where I, I had in my notebook, learn more about this because it really resonated with me as far as I do believe in, you know, the energy and everything has energy and, uh, you know, which is a lot of what we try to cultivate in at Vegetarian Zen by being very open and, you know, try not to be calling people out and judgy and all that. It's just about being inclusive and kind of Zen, chill. <laughs> yeah, and that's that's another thing that um, Deepak and Kimberly Snyder talk about too. Is just when you're eating a plant-based diet and you're consuming these vegetables, they have so much life energy in them. Mm -hmm. um, you know, rather than it being an animal, you know, that had had died, you know, to, to is on my plate and may have been dead for a while. You know, you're getting more more live life energy from your your plant-based foods if that well, makes sense at it all. does and that was a big reason that a big part of what made me actually go uh more plant-based was that i just that energy i especially when you think about the trauma that a lot of these yes. go through for mm -hmm. their entire life leading up to that you know so it is, it yes. is something that i had consciously said i do not want that energy within my body Right. Yes. No, I, I totally agree. So how, 
so you said you you have your own you have a website right for your Reiki practice? Oh yes, I do. I do. It's um it's called Flourish. So Flourish Reiki and Coaching dot com. So that's where I you know I people reach out to me that way. There's a a link for email and even a, a phone number there too. That's cool. And like you said, you have the, you don't have to necessarily be within the same location as them for them to be able to reach out to you and to get your service. Right. Exactly. And I, I Skype with people too. So that's also an option. So I have a little FaceTime with them if they, if they want that. Very cool. And you're also a, you're also a teacher, correct? Yes, I'm also a teacher, so I have to stay. I have to stay in that good energy flow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I work. I work with high school students, and I've worked with middle school too. And yeah, it can it can be draining. So we have to keep our energy our energy high and and stay positive because um, there's there's a lot of kids facing a lot of um, a lot of hardships and trauma that that you know. They they bring it to they bring it to school and and that's tough. Right. Well, Stacy, we really have appreciated having you on the show and getting to know you a little bit more. And as you discussed uh, your Reiki practice, we will have links to that. And also, we're going to add this book to our list of resources on our website. We're in the process of redoing our resources page. Um, we haven't really directed folks to it yet because we have a little part in our dust because we don't have a lot of uh, resources in there yet, but we're starting to stock it with resources that we've, you know, we've done 300 episodes and 300, you're episode 303, I think. 303, 304. I think. 304. Yeah. No, 304. Oh, 304. 304. Yeah. 303 is going to be different. Uh, yeah. 303 is um, the next one, but you're 304 right after that. Uh, awesome. Yeah. Um, but this is really good. This is really great that because, you know, the things that we stock our resources page with just aren't things that we think, oh, this might be cool. These things are things that we have either used ourselves, watched ourselves, frequented ourselves, whatever, or that come highly recommended from our uh, Peas and Carrots group and or the Golden Apple Roundtable group, of course. So um, Great. Really, well, I think y'all will enjoy it. Yeah, I'm definitely going to check that out. But we really appreciated having you on the show and getting to know you a little bit better. And I cannot express enough how grateful we are for you uh, being part of the Golden Apple Roundtable. As we've talked about, this group helps keep the lights on. They help keep us going. Uh, so we really appreciate you being uh, part of that group. So thank you so much. Thank you, Stacy. Oh, you're very welcome. The pleasure was all mine. Thank well, you. And I'm, and I'm definitely looking forward to, uh, you know, if you come next time you come down to San Antonio, definitely let us know. And maybe we can uh, meet for for a meal, or uh, if we head up to Austin, we will let you know. Yes. Oh, I'd love that. That would be so much fun. All right, Stacy. We'll talk to you later. Thanks. Thanks again. Thanks, Stacy. Thank bye you. Bye. All right. Bye. Bye. Well, we hope you enjoyed our interview with Stacy. We had a great time talking to her. It was really fun to connect. It's always fun to connect with folks within the community. So we just had a really great time talking. And as you guys heard, we've even agreed to 
to try to hook up somewhere either in San Antonio or Austin. Luckily, those cities are pretty close to each other. So the odds of this happening are pretty great. <laughs> That's right. And it would give us a nice excuse to get up to Austin and find some great uh, vegetarian, vegan food that's not available here and uh, just get out of the city for a while. Yeah, and Austin's a another great city. music town too. <laughs> definitely. So definitely reasons, a lot of reasons to get up there. All right, I think I, that does it for our episode this week. Until next time, peace out. Bye. Thanks for joining us today on Vegetarian Zen. We've created a free resource for you to show you five ways to sneak more fruits and veggies into your diet. You can download it right now by visiting vegetarianzen.com. Until next time, wishing you a happy body and a healthy mind.